All right. Paternity leave is over. I'm back. We're back. It's a Cowboys and Coffee podcast. D, welcome back. How's it been last few weeks for you? Very fantastic. Got a little fellow. Welcome to the Cortez family, our first team all pro center. Mm-hmm. And we don't care where he plays. No. Uh, what team? He can play for the Eagles. That's fine. <laughs> for those of us following at home, I just had baby number two, hence the few week absence. <coughs> it was Zion Ezekiel Cortez is here to join Zeus. So the Z's have it here. It's been a crazy few weeks for us, been a crazy few weeks for the Cowboys of downs and ups. So let's go back, D. Let's jump right into last week. Cowboys just beat up on the Rams. It was a beautiful experience to have a nice early victory on Sunday and be able to enjoy the rest of the day. 43-20, to 20, victory over the uh-huh. Rams. What was most impressive to you throughout the victory or what stood out to you, I guess, across the board? All right, so I, I got to break down the tape a little bit through other people breaking tape down. I'm going to have to go back two games. You find Dak now has control of the offense. That's what you're seeing. Great quarterback. They've won these two games because of Dak Prescott, by the way. Let me just teach your viewers, some of the some of the viewers, what, what goes on about quarterbacking. When you deal with defense, it's scheme, it's team. When you're dealing with the offense, it's one person, quarterback your quarterback and that quarterback controls the whole tempo of the game scheme comes along but if you don't have the quarterback as in let me name some teams as you know the new york giants 40 million for what thank you <laughs> and by the way the best as he did was last year that was his tops and i, I just want to put that out there about quarterbacking not throwing the football quarterbacking right well listen the cowboys went out their offense put up 35 points. The defense put up or, or, or 34 points. The defense put up eight from, a, or, or excuse me, nine from a pick six by Deron Bland, who we'll talk about in a minute, and a safety on the pump block by Sam Williams. Cowboys still went out, put up 34 points on a team that's not awful. You know, they held these receivers in check of a very good Rams offense who can, who can push the ball around. You know, Cooper Cup. If you told me Cooper Cup was going to have four catches for 21 yards and Puka Nakua would have three catches for 43 yards, seven catches for 64 yards on the day, no touchdowns, man, how could you drop a better better scheme than that? The reality is Dak is showing to me when he moves, when he extends plays with his legs, he is as deadly as perhaps the upper tier. I won't say as anyone. Uh, Mahomes is obviously still in the, uh, uh, still in a, presence of his own but besides that he's in that upper tier of quarterbacks who can kill you and he showed that what do you have six incompletes on the day 25 a 31 304 yards four touchdowns yeah big big deal didn't matter they won by 23 points i think it's been an excellent day for Dak, and he's showing that he might even be in that upper echelon of is he in the mvp conversation it's possible I haven't really looked at that yet. Um, you know, it's so early in the season. It's so early. We've heard of MVPs before. We're not even in the league anymore. So uh, all that stuff is premature. You know, I'm not into hype. I- I'm not into hype. Everything is hype. I'm not into hype. I'm into let the season go on 
Now, I, I think they've they've worked hard to get this offense going. And this is with not the best pass protection or the best running game, and he's won these two games. Let me let me address something that – to clarify something and go against what people say. He hasn't won uh, against a good team. He's played well against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. He owns the Eagles. So I, I, I you know, what, what are we gonna do? Is he playing against eighty-five Bears next week? No. Uh, the Steelers' defense is seventy-two. Doomsday? No. Come on. I mean, he's beat the Eagles last year. They put up 34, 40, whatever you want to call against that great defense last year. And the defense last year was better than it is this year, by the way. Right. And you know what? Um, people talk about back <laughs> chokes in the playoffs or big games. Oh, he went to the Bucks, who beat him last year in the regular season. They went to Tampa to face Tom Brady, who <laughs> never lost to the Cowboys. And they whooped those guys. They beat the tar out of them. Yeah, listen, they lost a low-scoring game to the 49ers. We, we saw that last <laughs> playoffs. Duh. But look at what he did to the Bucks in the playoffs. And listen, if you want to talk about players who fall off in the playoffs – I don't think it's fair if you're going to just name Dak Prescott and not talk about a player like Lamar Jackson, who's been at regular season MVP. He has four touch total touchdowns and seven turnovers in four games. His passer rating is 28.4 <laughs> points lower than his regular season average, which is a fifth largest drop off in NFL history. He's one in three. As he he's worse than Dak in the playoffs, and I would tell you he's at just as ta- a better coaching at the very least up there, and he's played his his took us off a regular season, and the playoffs. I think he beat the Titans in a, in, in a divisional playoff game, which doesn't mean which which gives you an advantage because you've seen those guys before. I'll say that. So, and we love Lamar. We think Lamar is an excellent quarterback. We think Absolutely. there's more to it than what's going into it. But I don't think it's fair that Dak gets ripped when he has, even when he has a big game, you have <laughs> like joy, t- we have like people on TV who will say, yeah, Dak had a great game, but what's he going to do in the playoffs? Dude, what can he do in October to prove to you he's going to be good in the playoffs? Nothing. Yeah. You just have to take it game by game. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're, how do you break a game down and a schedule? You have to you have to focus where you're at right there. I can't tell you. Uh, uh, look, look at the quarterback for Arizona. He got traded. That that was a disaster. And a, and the Cowboys lost to that team. Yeah, it's disgraceful. It's a winnable game. They should be tied for right? first place, right? Uh, and and the question I have, I'm gonna I'm going to ask uh, somebody that we know very close. What do players think of other teams? Did the players go in and over? I guess human nature sometimes takes over. I guess the, of 80 years of football, I'm sure some teams have gone, we didn't come to play. I know the last game of the year you have that people uh, teams check out. Right. I, I get that. But I don't know during the season, during the regular season. I, to say that's an upset, yeah, I, I get that. Like, like Denver beating Kansas City. Right. Well, here's the thing. This week, <coughs> this week, coming up later, but the week they just played, it looked like after the bye, they had figured some stuff out on offense. Granted, the Rams are not uh, all mad in defense, but they do have some good players like Aaron Donald who got a couple sacks. Like They do have talent there. They play tough. They've, they've played tough this season. So for Dallas to come up and hang 34 points, 
and let's say it. They they hung 43 points. Another pick six by Deron Bland, who is perhaps playing all pro level. That's his third pick six of the year. I mean, that's very, very impressive for this team. And he's stepped into the outside cornerback role with digs out. So they're stepping up and playing. You have to admit it was a very impressive win. Can they what can they do going up this week? But as far as you know, game seven, I'd much rather be five and two than four and three. Well, what you like about this game is finally at home, they're winning. And they're uh, a better team at home, uh, 11 straight at home. And we'll continue to, we'll continue to run it, uh, that streak up because teams coming in here, it's a Cowboys play very well home and they're winning home. So you could play well at home. They've played well at home and got beat. Um, and again, we'll talk about the game coming up, but the 11 straight is, is something I think it, it might be a record, isn't it? The Cowboys record, 11 straight wins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Well, what it means means 11 straight wins at home. That's what it means. What I also like about streaks is Brandon Aubrey, who we've talked about before here, has come in and solidified the kicking position. That's a guy who's going to be in Dallas for a long time if he keeps kicking this way. <laughs> straight field goals to start his career. He's done tremendously well. Bones has to get some more credit for him. This is the guy who never played college football. He was a college uh, soccer player at Notre Dame. Excellent player, played a year in the XFL or USFL, excuse me. And uh, and now he's here. He missed that first extra point. And then from then on, he's been absolute money. He's been fantastic. It also really surprised me was not surprised me. I just think it's it's good to see Jake Ferguson consistently putting up big numbers there. He is he's the guy. I mean, he's he's the guy at tight end. He he's just continued to just do certain things. He's not perfect, but man. He, you know, he's 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 good enough for me at that tight end position. Well, we're going to see about the matchup against the Eagles. Who who's going to cover him? And, and they double up one of those guys. CD will get doubled, so there's going to be a mismatch here somewhere, and he's going to have to beat the Eagles. Yeah, you look at some of the receiving options this week. CD obviously puts on a monster performance, 12 catches, 158 yards, two touchdowns. Looks like the head offensive uh, coaching staff got together and said, we just have to feed him the football, let him make plays, and that's what he did. Brandon Cooks is starting to get in the action. That's three catches for 49 yards, a touchdown for him. You know, they're starting to put some things together that make you think, okay, okay, we were asking him to throw to Cooks. We're asking them to just continue to throw the ball to CeeDee Lamb. 25 to 31, passing the ball. That's a, that's a great, great offensive performance. That's As far as the passing game goes, that's fine by me. As far as the running game goes, there's still, there's still meat on the bone. There's stuff to be desired, but I think that's up to the offensive line, and uh, we're going to have to figure that out going forward. Now, did Dak – uh, break all time NFL record of three straight games of uh, 80% completion rate. Perhaps I missed that statistic, but that is an incredible. I, I think statistic. that's out there. I think it's three straight games that 8% is an NFL record. It, it goes on the books. Yeah. 
So that three straight three straight home games for Dak with eighty percent completion. Okay, better. home games. NFL history, but okay. hey, we'll take it. It's yeah, on the books somewhere. It's on the books. Home or away, you want those are the statistics you want on your side, not on the other side. Um, I, I still have to drink my coffee. I'm drinking my coffee. Listen, people, when you have a newborn, all sorts of crazy stuff is going back and forth. So you you don't. You don't know what you got here or there, man. You're coming and going. It's it's we're recording this at eight o'clock at night. <clears throat> so we'll move on from the the Rams game. They beat the snot out of them. Let's instead of looking forward, let's look to right where we are today. We're recording here on on the thirty first on Halloween, and the trade deadline is coming on. The Cowboys didn't do anything, but I would say this: the Cowboys already did what they were going to do as far right. as trading the picks. They got yeah. Coates. They got Gilmore. That's why those guys are here. They would be worse off without them. I didn't think they had the capital to go get someone unless they were going to go get a star. If you're going to trade a first-round pick for someone like Patrick Sertan, fine. But they're asking prices like a first and like a high-quality player. It's like, I don't, excuse me, I don't they, they, they didn't have that. So I, I was fine with the Cowboys standing put. Yes, I would have preferred someone like a Jalen Johnson or a Derrick Henry. But at what cost? You know, and for for both guys who would be rentals, who I don't feel like Dallas is going to resign long term, so I didn't have a problem with them not doing anything in a vacuum. Sure, I want other guys, but you still need draft picks. You still need young talent, and the Cowboys have shown they can hit on those picks. So, thoughts on the trade deadline? Well, it's coming and gone, and we move on. Suppose that they they did their free agents last year. They brought in all one offensive and defensive player, and 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 that one defensive back with the ring on his finger is our Herb Adderley. Correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, Hankins also has a conditional uh, a six round pick from this year that went over too um, from the from the from the pick. He's been worth that D tackle. I would say they've definitely gotten value out of the trades. Yeah. Hankins and Gilmore and yes. I think that that's fine by me. No, 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 no. This is he resigned this year. You're correct. You're correct. He signed. So yeah. he wanted still, to come back. Right. He wanted, he wanted to come back to Dallas. He loves them. Let's move on then to this week coming up. The Philadelphia Eagles Cowboys are going to Philly. It's going to be a good game. <laughs> Chilly now it wasn't like it was last week where it was 70 degrees up here in New England, almost 80 degrees. And now they're facing the number one team in the NFC, number one team in the division. Cowboys win this game. They're at the top looking down at everybody else with a game in hand against the Eagles. Uh, what's your prediction? What are your thoughts in the game? Where are we going? Well, our offensive line, we're, we're, how healthy we are. And our running game, that that that's where how are we going to run against the Eagles? We're going to get it on the outside, go to edges, stay away from the middle. Fine. I, I get that. Stay away from the third and longs, dump it to Pollard, make some plays out of the backfield and take a couple of shots long. And then on the defensive side of the ball. Knock the snot out of Hurts. Every chance you get, get a couple of flags. Cole cock him good. Let him let him get shaky in, in, in what you want to call. Because they don't want him running. You don't want Hurts running because once he, he gets out of the pocket, let me tell you something. It works both ways, you know, 
big plays or get hurt. And I'm telling you, I'm not for, I'm not for big, have my quarterback run like a running back. I think it's stupid. I, I really do. Well, he's already hurting. His knee is definitely in pain. He's definitely dinged up. And before I go further, I should clarify, the Eagles have seven wins. So even if they lose, they'll technically be a half game up in the Cowboys going into their bye the following week. Um, the Cowboys have to continue to win, but <coughs> right. the Eagles would mm-hmm. be in pole position, I guess, with that inside tiebreaker. So Cowboys this week, they can't let Jalen Hurts move. He has a banged-up knee. You know, he is still uh, – it seems like there's other lingering injuries here. They got to take advantage of that and, you know, can't let A.J. Brown beat you. And I we say this every time. The GM for the Titans who made the trade to get rid of A.J. Brown to get a first-round pick who you would hope would become A.J. Brown is dumb and should never have another job in the NFL again. Now, Traylon Burks is hurt. He's had nothing this year. It doesn't hurt anything. A.J. Brown is fighting there with, like, Jamar Chase, and and uh, um, I think earlier that's top of the list. Maybe Puka Nakua, <coughs> that second receiver for first team All Pro. Tyreek's on pace for Offensive Player of the Year, yeah. two thousand yeah. yards. But AJ Brown could be first team All Pro. He's at what five straight games, one hundred twenty five receiving yards. Can't yeah. have that for the Cowboys. He's a big physical receiver. Can't let him do that. Cowboys defense has to be all over these guys. Dallas Goddard hasn't played tremendously well this year. Got to be on him. Uh, they're, you know, they do have DeAndre Swift, which he is a weapon on the backfield. You have to account for him. Uh, Cowboys defense is going to have to show up and keep them in the game. Cowboys offense, this defense, you know, has has not been truly uh, impressive the last couple of weeks. Excuse me, excuse me. Last week against the Commanders, they let up 31 points. And it was really actually loved 31 points to the commanders twice. It was the offense that bailed them out. And and same thing with the Vikings. They left 28 points to the Vikings. It's the offense that's bailed them out of these games. If the Cowboys defense can keep the offense in check, meaning under 30 points, let's say 24, 25 points, Cowboys have a legitimate shot to win this game. Well, they lose, the media are gonna bury them. If they win. They'll make an excuse why they won. Something will be excused. And that's why it's all twisted on the wins and losses of the Cowboys. Yep. You know, this is a big stretch for the Eagles are about to go through. Um, their next six games go Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. That's six straight games nice. against Real play, they're all playoff teams. Yeah, they're all playoff teams. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're playoff teams. Now, the good thing is the Eagles on the back end get Giants, Cardinals, Giants to finish the season. So they really just need to hang in here. If they go three and three over those the next six games, let's say they even go two and four. Okay, and they're nine and five. Those last three games, uh, I'm call, I'm chalking up three straight wins. They're twelve and five. You know, that's a that's a phenomenal year, and that's uh-huh. right there to win the NFC East or even the NFC at this point. So uh-huh. you know, they, they can go two and four. The Eagles have a big – if they can pull out a game against the Cowboys this week, they will have another clear shot for the number one seed, the bye and everything. That's why I feel like the Cowboys really have to get this win now. They cannot let – they cannot let the, the Eagles – have a cakewalk like they did last year where they could kind of ease their way in or heal uh-huh. their guys in. You have to put the pressure on them and ha- have them fight, 
you know, the rest of the way. The Cowboys have a next couple games easy. Go Giants, Panthers, Commanders, which I think are three winnable games. So let's say they beat the Eagles and then they win the next four. They're they're nine and two. Excuse me, the next three, and they come down the stretch with their tough games: <coughs> Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. The last game against the Commanders. You know, I could see them at. They're going to have to pull two out of those four. Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, but they need to win this one here as well to really keep that number one seed and even the NFC East within their grasp. Well, listen, you play one week at a time and you scheme at one game at a time, you execute one game at a time. We as fans always look ahead all the time. And that's when I ask some questions about a certain individual, what the perspective, what they think of scheduling. I think my understanding, most of these players don't know the schedules. They don't even know schedule. Right. Right. And I could see that. I could see that being a thing. You just kind of play whoever's in front of you. And to a certain extent, I appreciate that personality there, that, that vision, because you're not getting caught up in trap games or whatever. So like, I think that the, the, the NFC East plays the AFC West next year. They play the West next year because they're playing. It goes to the West, right? Playing the West this year, no? <laughs> no, they're no. no. I, I was messed messed up because the Cowboys play the Chargers. That's that one. Um, they play the East. Yeah. Only play the North next year. Yeah. Nice. East. I thought it goes back to the West. Yeah, it's the West. You're right. You're right. It's the NFC West next year, which um, which could have a two new head coaches. Oh, there's gonna be two new head. The Chargers and Raiders. Head coach, one at least. Yeah, yeah. So Chargers. it's how smart the Raiders are. Right. <laughs> Correct. Um, Cowboys have to take care of business straight ahead. I mean, no questions asked. You want to be an elite team? Listen, everyone's gone through. A shaky issue. Every team has had to fight their battles, so to speak. I mean, look, the Eagles lost to the Jets. Okay, they lost to the Jets, and Jalen Hurts looked horrible in that game. It happens to even the best teams. 49ers are on a right. losing streak. They looked impossible to beat, and now Brock Purdy looks like Mister Irrelevant again. So, Cowboys had a, a shaky game against the Cardinals. 49ers, you got to beat good teams to be a good team. That's what's coming up this week. Against a division rival who yep. I don't think they're as good as they are last year. I think seven and one is they're good. I'm not gonna suggest they're not. Last year I thought they were a juggernaut. Yeah. And if Jalen Carter is iffy this week, I think that puts even more onus on that front four of the, the Eagles to really are or Davis. Is it Jordan Davis or Jalen Carter? There's Davis. He he's a role player. Davis is a role player yeah. anyways. So, you know, what's what's his issue? Is he going to be able to to take any snaps? Um, We'll see. And, um, yes, Cowboys have a big chance. It it is Jalen Carter. He had a back injury. And um, possible he could play this. He's got some good news on Jalen Carter. I'm trying to see what it is here. Of course, I happen to click the one link that's super difficult for everyone to to open up, apparently, on the internet that I have. Um, Carter, let's see. 
Start the game. Cars been again. Want to be out there? They want to see him practice. We'll see what happens. He's getting treatment. It's possible. <coughs> and Cam Jurgens has missed the last four games, and it's possible he plays this week or his. He just starts. Uh, the, he just got off the IR window. The four games, so they're going to see if both those guys can play. But listen, whoever you play, whatever players are on the field, you have to go win the game. Cowboys. Doesn't That's matter. It. You just have to take care of business. Yep. They're a good team. They're a very good team. They're in the upper echelon of the NFC. If you want to be in the upper echelon of the NFC, you got to, <laughs> you know, Cowboys win the next two weeks. Guess what? They're on top of the NFC looking down at everybody else. Well, listen, it, it, we thought at the 49er game that would go beat the 49ers in this roll, baby. Just, just roll it right out. Till till next year and win it all. That that's that's it. What you what you have as far as a good team, eh? You could get picked off by a, a Redskin team at the end of the year because it's a meaningless game. But I'm talking about go out and they get the offense together and get the defense attacking like it should attack and the defense and the offense putting up points. And, and, and it would, I don't know. If asking this is too much. It's too much. Here's what here's what was too much. All the giant fans and media are coming back and thinking that that offense was going to put up 30 points a game. Now I always go back to and stuff. The Redskins, you, you nobody was talking about the Redskins, but everybody was saying, "Oh, okay, Daniel Jones, blah, the media, all that, all right? They're gonna they're gonna put up 30 points a game." Did you really think that? Did you three touchdowns? I didn't know if you're gonna get three touchdowns out of the game, but they were written down. Because this foot, because Tiki Barber, a hundred out of a hundred, that's what you get. Yep. Listen, we're close to the end here. I want to know uh, anything you want to say. Let, let me say something else. The Cowboys have a chance to make certain people in the media get off their backs for a few weeks. You win, lies <laughs> your mm. breathing. You lose the same thing. You're gonna keep coming back. You can't beat the good teams. Yeah, yeah. Even though they have beaten the Eagles consistently in the regular season when Dax played, you got to go out and take care of business this week. You have to let these guys know that you are going to be riding with them the rest of the year. Don't give them any breathing room. Don't let them rest anybody. Make them play hard and grind out. I think the Cowboys have good depth. But then the Cowboys, even even when they have to side in like Chuma Doga, left tackle, or Seam Richards, or Tyler Bass, I don't think they're all world players. I think they're good enough to slide in and, and do what they need to do. And uh, got to keep coming after it. That's why I love <clears throat> Michael Parsons on the team because he don't take his foot off the pedal. He's ready to ride or die on the internet. He'll go out for his boys and go out there. You know, I love him. And somehow he's still the favorite betting favorite for NFL defensive player of the year, which I think is, is impressive because there's some other guys putting up incredible sack numbers. It just shows you how impactful he is. And he's getting that recognition. Right. which we, we all know how great he is. Yeah. It's nice that he's that Cowboy is getting that recognition as well. It's not solely about sack numbers. He does. He does everything. So yeah, he makes the whole defense better. He does. He makes everybody better. Now, before we go, anyone out, you got a few minutes left. Anyone you want to shout out to this week at the end of the show? I'm a, our cousin Richie. He's doing a little better, thank God. But I want to say this usually, you know, he's in our prayers. 
I just want to tell you about those Texas Rangers. They're there, baby. It's yeah, good to see when local teams win. They they all went together. Tampa had it a couple of years ago. They're all yeah. winning everything. Yeah. The Buck, but at World Series, what, what's, the, what's the score in the World Series? How many games is it? 2-1. The Rangers just pulled ahead last night, though. As of this recording, they are, let me see, it's currently 8-20 at night. It was bottom first, 0-0 in game four. In Arizona, so the if the Texas Rangers win tonight, they're up three one. We we're, we're pulling for Rangers. Thank you. That's all. That's all, baby. I we have World Series. <laughs> we're going to have a World Series there, and and in the uh, Lombardi Trophy. That's what the I'm They're across the street from each other. Listen, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm going to mm-hmm. shout out to my wife Dulce, who is an absolute tank, who pushed out a ten pound baby three weeks early and is just out just moseying around just doing her thing I'm like honey maybe you should rest that she's an animal so in a good way so she's an animal. yeah yeah your mother's an animal too she's an animal uh, both yeah. of them are animals. um so uh, thank you honey for another handsome boy and we're two for two with boys here and we're having a good time and she's exhausted and i'm exhausted and that's the way it should be when you have a newborn and a two and a half year old uh-huh. Still. Remember, zero to six. Zero to six. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that was your, you guys. Newborn, two, four, and six. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. and two, and I'm like. Now, now you know what it means, right? Zero to six. <laughs> zero to two is bad enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put two more on that. Yeah. Yeah, I almost said that. I almost said a word there that I'm not supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, all right, it's been it's been fun. I'm glad we're back here. Parental leave is over, and I'm I'm starting a new job in a couple weeks. I'm just got voted in senior pastor. (laughs) Parkway Church in Norwalk, Connecticut. So that's fun. I'm excited. I love my church, Bethany in Stanford, Connecticut. You know, Bethany Church, we love you guys. Thank you for everything. I'm ready to move on to uh, senior pastor leaders. Ready to move to the, just a different place, and you know, we're excited for that. And you know, I'm I'm ready for that too. So fun, fun changes going on, and I'm ready for a fun change for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl this year too. So let let all the changes come. That's what I'd say. Amen. All right. You can find us on Designated Report. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. We're on Spotify. Cowboys and Coffee Podcast. We've got new stuff coming out every week unless we're on parental leave. And spoiler alert, we're not going to be on parental leave for a while. So that's it. D, I love you. I'll talk to you later. All right. I love you. All right. Love you. Peace. Bye.